praise the Lord. Thank you, Salome. Uh, my name is Henry Simba. Let us pray. Lord, we give you thanks in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your will be done this evening as we share your word, that which you purpose, Lord, for your people to receive. Let it be accomplished for the glory of your name in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Once again, my name is Henry Simba. Welcome to this uh, evening uh, uh, devotion, uh, if you may call it. Uh, you know. Uh, okay. So the topic has been uh, presented before us by uh, our sister Salome. So this evening we are dealing with uh, spiritual blindness, and our text is John chapter 9, verses uh, from 39 up to 41. I'm going to take that reading. John chapter 9, those who are joining, uh, verse uh, 39 to 41. And Jesus said, for judgment I have come into this world. Now those who do not see may see, and those who see may be made blind. Then some of the Pharisees who were with him heard these words and said to him, are we blind also? Jesus said to them, if you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say, we see. Therefore, you, therefore your sin remains. That's the word of God. Amen. So... Praise the Lord. So it comes at a time, yeah, wonderful time. Spiritual blindness, dealing with spiritual blindness. This is what I intend to achieve by the grace of the Lord this uh, evening. So we need to know what is this kind of thing, spiritual blindness. Secondly, how do we know that someone is spiritually blind? So I kind of attest. Eh? What causes this spiritual blindness? So we need to know the causes. So after knowing the causes, then we'll be able to deal with, with uh, this problem. Praise the Lord. So it comes at a time when Jesus, uh, you know, the gospel according to John tells us that he came to his own, but he, you know, he came to his own, but they knew him not. Chapter one. At this time, around this time, you know, the context of this passage, Jesus is, uh, he is in the temple, temple place, around that place. First and foremost, he entered in the temple for the what? For the Feast of Tabernacle. When you go back, J John chapter 7, verse 14. So he was there and his, brother, his brothers, remember his brothers had told him that, let, let us go. So he did not go with them. So he, to he told them in John chapter 7 that his time was not yet. And, uh, and finally, he joined them at, at, at the Feast of Tabernacle. So he was around, you know, the temple place, around that place. And uh, John chapter 8 also proves to us that, uh, you know, verse 2, that Jesus was just around the place. What am I trying to bring out? I want you to imagine these people that were with Jesus, but they could not recognize him. So what happened previously in chapter seven, uh, as he was entering into the temple, so they, you know, they went on 
doing their practices, you know, the temple, you know, the lamp stands, they would put their lamps, you know, big, big, uh, whatever, flames of fires. So these people went ahead to light the what? Their fires. So he was like, hey, what are these people doing? I am here. John chapter 8, verse 12. I am the light of the world. And they are still putting the flames of fire up there, lighting the torches on the lampstands. You see? Spiritually blind. Anyway, I want you to imagine, mm -hmm, as in uh, <laughs> here at the cathedral, you know, someone, you, we have some good lights eh, in, in the cathedral. And uh, you find someone using a candle, a candle. You know, a candle is not convenient, you know, burns up, wears, you know, it gets finished and you need to buy another. So you give them sufficient light, as in what we have here at the cathedral. Even when power goes off, you know, the, 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 there is a standby generator. But now you have given these people the power, you know, the lights and the standby generator. So you find them in the cathedral still putting on what? The candles, you know, old, old practices. Praise the Lord. So Jesus is solving a problem. So in this passage, uh, John chapter 9, so he is having a specimen. A specimen, this is a man who was born blind. And, and, and the disciples are asking in verse uh, 2, and I think, uh, yeah, verse 2, John chapter 9 and verse 2, that uh, they ask, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? So, so Jesus is using this man as a specimen to prove something that I am. What he has just said in John chapter 8 and verse 2, he is the light of the world. Praise the Lord. So now, what is spiritual blindness? Simply, spiritual blindness is, uh, um, uh, you know, it kind of, the word blindness denotes um, ignorance as to spiritual things. You know, the Messianic prophet called Prophet Isaiah, he talked about this in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 10. He said, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts lest they should see with their eyes and understand with their heart, lest they should turn so that I should heal them. So the word blind is used in a sense of uh, uh, obscuring spiritual perception. Praise the Lord. So now, how does it, how does it, let me see. Now, how do we know that someone is spiritually blind? Such people, they do not see Christ in his majesty. So our passage, this uh, passage, uh, John chapter 9, they do not see Christ in his uh, majesty. John chapter 9, verse 35 and 36. I'm going to read 35 and 36. Jesus said that they had cast him out. And when he found him, he said to him, do you believe in the Son of God, he answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? So they do not, you see, they don't see Christ. I want us again to check on verse 11. About, so this is the man who was healed from the blindness. Verse 11 says, he answered and said, A man called Jesus 
made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So this man had some kind of, a, he had not known Jesus. If you compare him with the other woman who was uh, suffering from a flow, you know, uh, 12 years she was bleeding that woman that the woman said you know if i can only touch the hem of christ's garment so she had some kind of reverence for christ that she knew who christ was and what christ was able to do such people who are spiritually blind they do not see christ praise the lord the bible tells us in colossians chapter 1 and verse 15 and 16 around there it says he is the image of the invisible God. So when you do not see Christ, actually, yes, he is the image of the what? Of the invisible God. You know. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So then Jesus spoke to him. Uh, let me see. So the Bible says, then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light. Actually, we, 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 have, uh, we have done what? We have looked at uh, whatever. I gave an explanation as in, in the introduction. So who are these people? How do we tell that someone is spiritually blind? Um, they don't believe in Christ. Such people who are spiritual, they, 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 they just don't believe. Look at verse 22. Let me check. Verse 22. His parents said these things, uh, these things because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if anyone confessed that he was Christ, he would be put to, you know, he would be put out of the synagogue. So they just don't believe in him. The Jews, such people who are spiritual, but they, they, they just don't believe. Romans chapter 2, verse 8, it says, um, but to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. So you look at these Pharisees in this chapter, John chapter 9, how they are behaving. Hmm. They don't believe in Christ. Verse 24, in the same passage. So they called the man who was blind and said to him, give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. Can you imagine? So they are calling Jesus a sinner. No. Verse 29. We know that God spoke to Moses as for this fellow. We do not know where he is from. They do not believe in Christ. Who are these people? You know, how do we know that someone is spiritually blind? Such a person does not even accept the teachings of Christ and his authority. They do not, they just can't accept it. John chapter 9 and verse 16. What does it say? Therefore, some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, he is not because he does. Not keep the Sabbath. Others said, how can a man who is a sinner do such uh, miracles? So there was some kind of contention. They just don't believe in the teaching. See, And when you read the Gospels, you'll see the Pharisees kept on asking Jesus, under whose authority are you doing these things? They kept on asking him. 
By the way, there is a ministry, you know, at church here, all over, where there is a body of grace, you know, in the body of Christ, actually, as in intercession. You know, there are some ministries which suffer operation, as if it is not, you know, the Bible says, like intercession at church. Ah, that's why you get all kind of things as in maybe operation. I'm not saying actually at what at all scenes, but when you go around, you know, churches, not that I'm a temple moving from one place to another, but I've been in intercession for some time. Oh, at all scenes, praise the Lord. Uh, they call us, come, what, what, uh, praise the Lord. In this season, I don't know how it were in the past, but intercession, there is a lot of oppression. As if, as if intercession is not a ministry of Jesus. As if doing intercession is not truth given to us in the revealed will in the Bible. Romans 8, 34, it is written, Christ makes intercession for us. Are we not joint heirs with Christ if we suffer with him such that we may also be glorified together? Really? So there is again another ministry at church, which is, and, you know, there are so many issues and so many uh, whatever. The ministry of deliverance. Oh, let me tell you, yesterday, today is what? Today is Thursday. So yesterday I went in a certain place. I met this uh, old woman, 72 years old. You know, I had gone there for fellowship two months back, around three months, I think. I think two months back. So she told me, oh, would you please come? What, what? I want to be, you know, she's an old woman. Fellowship, I cannot walk to church. I said, really? But she needs to speak to the pastor at church. Why is she telling me? Anyway, she has been an old friend some five years back. But, but I was like, so I had to think and pray about it. So this time I said, okay, let, let me just go and check on this 72-year-old woman. So I went there. So she told me, okay, so, so I'd given her a reading, uh, and uh, unfortunately her glasses kind of uh, whatever, got, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, a crack and uh, she, she couldn't read. So we opened the Gospels just as we were sharing from the Gospel. It was the Gospel. So, but when I sat like this, in a sitting room, I was like, mm. so I started asking her some questions because she, if, she had even opened the Bible. So I said, okay, you know, as we was sharing, I found to, you know, you know, I was able to know, actually she told me her name as in, her name, she's a Munyaranda, grew up in Kavali. And, 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 and her name means mother of beers, mother of beer. You know, mother made mother of alcohol. Alcohol. You see, her father, this woman, old woman, died at the age of, uh, the, the, the father died of alcohol. The brother also died of alcohol. And now the brother gave her some, you know, before he, he wrote in the will that, would you please take care of my children? They are five, two boys. Now the two boys, one, the firstborn is also a drunkard, you know. The other one is a drug. The second born, a boy from another woman. Again, he's a, a what? A drug addict. Now, you know, brothers. Now, you're listening, brothers and sisters. So what do you think such a woman needs? <laughs> you see? 
What do you think these people need? What do you think these people need? They need deliverance. Is it not written that Christ said, actually, it is written, you know, in scripture. I am anointed to preach the gospel to the what? To the poor. The truth. The truth. The Bible says you know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So now the question is, why was she carrying this name all along? So the name is in Chinyaranda, in Rwandese language. Yeah? But now when you translate it to English, it means mother of beer. You see? So she has mothered, you know, drunkards, drug addicts. That's her name. You see now? So she has to deal with the name. So I said, oh, now I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says he came to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance. NKJV, Luke chapter 4, uh, I think, yeah, from verse 18 downwards, to preach deliverance to the captives, deliverance. And recovery of sight to the blind. So you see people at church, anti-deliverance. You just get to know that they are, you know, they need it. But it's just the blindness. Praise the Lord. May the Lord help us. Who are these people? Let me see. How do we know that someone is spiritually blind? They don't accept the things of the spirit of God. For they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. First Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. He is the Holy Spirit who helps us to appropriate what Christ accomplished for us through his death and resurrection. He is the Holy Spirit of the Lord who effects the revealed word of good. And we are able to see things in the physical realm. For example, in, in Genesis chapter, you know, as when God was creating, he is the one who gives power to the believers, the body of Christ, that we are able to function and move things, mountains, and bring healing to the congregation and the rest of the world. How has he done this? The spirit of the Lord. He has endowed the church with spiritual gifts. Praise the Lord. Here at All Saints one time, I shared with a certain lady as in, so she was supposed to deal with a specific scene as in that thing was blocking her, you know, pathway to marriage. And I'm telling you, sad. I don't know. But before COVID, because this was way back in 2018, before COVID, uh, let me see, after COVID around 2021, this is 2023. This woman, I think, had not even gotten married as yet. Why? Ah, what happened? I'm telling you that time around, I thought I was also going to be pushed out of the cathedral in 2018. Like, just like this man who received the healing from uh, blindness here in this person. The woman went to the authority. Wow, there is one. Me, I know of only one person who is supposed to speak to me. It was revealed to me when I was praying. This woman here, and you know, some of these people, you do not even know them. You've not even met them. Like yesterday, I was in a prayer meeting. People were very men. And I, and I saw the hand of God, you, you know, kind of touching a woman who was putting on blue. So continue in prayer. 
And when I opened my eyes like this, as I was seeing the blue person, I said, oh, God, this time around, aha, it was affected. I saw, praise the Lord, that person has received maybe the gifts, maybe the healing. You know, sometimes you, you, you kind of stay back. No, not in rebellion. So it was around that time there were two messages. Another man, again here at the cathedral. So this man, he, he was like behind schedule. And you know, it is so sad. This man now entered into a relationship and, and, and uh, he crashed in that relationship with this woman. And, and as of now, the man is uh, mentally broken down. He's in a good time. So because... The previous person disappointed me, the lady, the woman boiled. So I was like, then how is the second person going to react really so? Sad. Spiritual gifts. <laughs> you know, they do not accept the things of the, you know, the things of the spirit of God. You know, praise the Lord. So quickly, they are unable to understand the word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 9 verse 4, up to now. God has not given you the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Praise the Lord. So now, um, what causes, let me run very fast. What causes uh, spiritual blindness according to scripture? Number one. Uh, let me see. I don't want to miss out anything. Okay. Number one. What causes spiritual blindness? The God of the world, actually, the God of this world, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, whose minds, it says, whose minds the God of this world has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Praise the Lord, the God of this world. Number one cause of blindness. How does he operate? The Bible says, talks about him in John chapter 8. Now John chapter 8 verse 44. He is a murderer. Does not stand in the truth. This man, the God of this world, there is no truth in him. He speaks lies. In some translation he says, he is the father of lies. He is the cause of all temptations. Luke chapter 4 verse 2. The Bible says that being tempted for 40 days by the devil, he tempted even our Lord Jesus. Father of all, he causes all the temptations. And let me tell you something. People fall. People fall. Praise the Lord. There is a certain man in the Bible. He ran away from, uh, you know, <laughs> he was tempted by Potiphar's way. But sometimes people just fall flat. He lures people into what? Into sin. This God of the world, he's Satan. He comes at a time when there are when there is a particular need, for example, someone is, uh, you know, needs school fees and, and you know, they, they put a, a bribe. <laughs> Money has delayed. A, a bribe on table. Signing checks. I have a friend of mine who told me, I'm tired of this organization. Because people are forcing me to do this and this and this. 
signing and eating you know i was sharing the other team of a certain lady you know you know the boss tells her do this let us share this money account for it when they have not used the money for the stuff eh? in office they have not bought what you know what is required but they just eat it among themselves they divide the money among them. so she makes an uh, she's a secretary so she makes accountability we bought this we bought this yet the money is in their pocket they have not bought uh, the, 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 the what the the stuff to be used like what the the the, the, the washing equipment whatever jig <clears throat> and maybe some sugar and they have not bought it praise the lord what uh, let me see praise the lord so what is satan's goal he wants to devour the weak who fall prey to temptation fear loneliness worry depression and persecution first peter chapter 5 and verse what 8 to 9 that is his goal I put down some weapons that he uses. Anyway. Mm. Number 2 cause idolatry. The Bible says do not have other gods before me. When a generation forsakes God, he gives them up to spiritual blindness and eternal condemnation. John chapter 12 and verse 40. You can go uh, ahead. Romans chapter 1 verse 24 and you know up to 33 i'm just going to to read verse 24 therefore god also gave them up to uncleanness in the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves so the the passage goes on and on praise the lord so what should we do this is very important so what should we do we have seen the cause and and Yeah so what should we do uh what should we do that's the question praise the lord and uh, you see satan wages wars among believers externally and internally you know so the forces can come out you know from out within his weapons are deceitful you get it and crafty schemes you know to make you know to make us doubt and stumble the bible says in uh, in what in second corinthians chapter 2 and verse 11 it says lest satan should take advantage of us so when you read in context paul was telling these people to forgive someone who had slept with uh, with uh, with what with uh, with his father's wife stepmother actually I, 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 you see so one you know what are some of those weapons you know unforgiveness anger Let me see lust grief sorrow rebellion jealousy covetousness philippians so there are some uh, you know the christ gave some gifts 
you see, and it says, uh, it says, let me see, therefore, you know, a certain verse up there, we're not going to check, but it says, you know, there are some elders in the church. The Bible says, and he gives some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Why? Why? For equipping the saints for ministry, for edifying the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, and to the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. Praise the Lord. So he has given those offices there to edify the body of Christ until we all come to the unity. Praise the Lord. By the way, let me check there very fast because there is an interesting verse there. Mm? It says uh, something, you know, something which I don't want to miss out. So it says, uh-huh, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and verse 14, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. You know, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Remember what we told we shared up there. You know, how do we know that someone is uh, spiritually blind? They don't believe in Christ. So he has given these offices to help us that we will not be tossed. Praise the Lord. From one doctrine to another. You know, there are so many doctrines down there. Down in town, in Kampala. Anti-deliverance doctrine, it is also there. So they think in, uh, in, in believing that there is no, no such a thing like deliverance, that it is truth. You know, for them it is truth. And people are struggling. Praise the Lord. So God has provided us with weapons. Toward of Satan, Satan is flaming arrows. When you read Ephesians chapter six and verse ten and eighteen, you know the you know the the, the, the trouble causer, the one who causes this kind of thing. We said he is Satan. Praise the Lord. By the way, one thing which we left out is that, yeah, God can also give up people, you know, one of the causes. God can give up people if they decide, you know, uh, to worship other uh, stuff. In Romans, actually, I read it, that case of idolatry. Praise the Lord. Now, as believers, we have to embrace and honor the works of the Holy Spirit. He helps us to ward off, you know, the effects of Satan's power and the world's influence. Jesus said in John chapter 4, verse 13, and, and what? Let us go back now to John very first. Uh, John chapter 4, verse 13. He said, uh, you know this woman, a Samaritan woman, uh, Jesus asked for a drink, she refuses. So Jesus told her, Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water, verse 13, will thirst again. That water which she shall refuse to give him. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water uh, 
will never thirst. But the, but, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of a fountain of water springing up into everlasting uh, life. Praise the Lord. So one way to solve this problem is by embracing the works of the Spirit and allowing ourselves to drink of the waters which Jesus gives. Praise the Lord. Let us now go back to our passage, John chapter 9. Um, yeah. Praise the Lord. So, we have looked at four things. What spiritual blindness is? Uh, how do we know that someone is spiritually blind? What causes this blindness briefly? And how can we deal with it? So what should we do? That's the last part which I, I, I dealt with. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to pray. And you see, like as I told you, the context of this passage, Jesus, actually the, 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 the gospel, chapter one, he came to his own. His own knew him not. You know the DNA, Colossians chapter one. They knew him not. And he is in the temple. I am the one. He's in the temple. He presents himself in the temple. These people are still in the old, old stuff, practices. You know, everything in the temple was pointing to Jesus. Jesus is the temple. He, he is the one who takes us to the Father. Let me see. John chapter 14, a certain verse there, which says, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through him, the temple. Now, everything about the temple, all the practices and the sacrifices were pointing or pertaining to Christ. Through him, we go to the Father. So in the old setup, they would do all the sacrifices and the, 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 what? Uh, the rituals and, uh, and the feasts. Why? They wanted to have a blessing. So law obedience in those days, uh, temple practices, as in doing them the right way, being faithful to everyone is whatever, uh, what he was supposed to do, they will get a blessing. Let us pray. Our God and our Father, we thank you that you sent to us Christ Jesus. And, and this Christ, your son, dealt with this member, you know, this problem. He solved it. Lord, help us that we do not be like those, our forefathers, in those days, that they could not see the one whom you had sent, you know, to give light, and that through him would be able to reach out to you. Lord, we need you through Christ. And many of us have not even seen the avenues, you know, the doctrines, the truth about Christ, which would usher us into, you know, the Holy of Holies and a kind of minister from that point. You know, there is a, you know we, re, we have rejected him even in our time. Lord, we ask that you have mercy upon us. Lord Jesus, you is the light of this world. We ask that you roll away the darkness from us, from our souls, that we be able to perceive. We be able to see the way, the way our Father in heaven wants us to see in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And amen. Thank you, friends, for hearing. Uh, over to you, my uh, my sister Salim. Thank you.
Henry, to bless the Lord for using you this evening. I'm going to respond in prayer. Um, so let's keep online. Prayer for some time before we wind up. Father, I want to thank you for your word this evening. I want to thank you for Henry and that you've used him to bring forth your word, O oh Lord. We thank you because your word is a timely message to us, Lord. We speak a blessing over him, over his family, that you continue using him for the glory of your name, O oh Lord. That you refill him as he serves you, O oh Lord. That you shall be the center of his ministry this single day. As he moves out to serve you, O oh Lord, we pray that there will be more enlightenment of your word, O oh Lord. We thank you and we bless your holy name. In the mighty name of Jesus, we prayed. Let's continue in prayer. Father, we want to thank you this day as we brought this message of dealing with spiritual blindness. We thank you, Lord, that indeed you are merciful, God. There's so much spiritual blindness around us, O Lord. There's so much spiritual blindness in our personal lives, in our families, in our church, or Saint Cathedral Campana, Lord. Father, we want to thank you that you brought this word because you want to heal us. You want to open our eyes. You want to help us see, O Lord. You want to help us hear, O King Jehovah. Lord, this evening as we come into your presence, we are just saying that, Lord, will you look upon us with mercy, Will you look upon us with mercy, Lord, as individuals? Father, where we are blind, that you cause us to see, Lord. Will you cause us to see as a church, Lord? But Lord, you have shown up for different functions at the cathedral. We've shown up for different sessions at the cathedral. We've shown up for, for, for ministries where people are being delivered, people are being prayed for, but we remain the same. Because we cannot see what is going on. Because we cannot hear the message that is being preached, O oh Lord. Father, Lord, the devil has blinded us. The devil has closed our ears, O oh Lord, because of various reasons. Father, this evening, we plead for your mercy, Lord. We plead for your mercy over our lives, O oh Lord. We plead for your mercy over your children, O oh King Jehovah. But Lord, for any of us that have been predestined for death, Lord, for any of us that have been predestined to not even see you, O oh Lord, Father, will there be a change of your actions, Lord, because you are merciful, God, where our sins have led us into this situation that we cannot be able to hear you, Lord. Will you have mercy on us, O oh Lord, where we've acted We've given in our bodies to the lustful desires, O oh Lord. We've given in our flesh to lust for the things of the world, O oh Lord. Where we've craved for the things of the world and have not found satisfaction in you. Father, that our sin has been too much. Maybe the sin of our parents. Lord, we have sinned against you. This day we want to say that we are sorry, O oh Lord. Father, whatever the cause of spiritual blindness in our lives, in our lifestyles, in our families, Father, we pray that, Lord, this evening we plead your mercy over our lives. We plead your mercy over our families. We plead your mercy over our loved ones, Lord. Some of us have family members that have not yet accepted you as their personal Lord and Savior. And every single day when they see us, they show up and say, oh, 
I really want to get saved. Oh, I'm glad you're saved, O oh Lord. But they have not accepted you as their personal Lord and Savior. This evening, we plead your mercy over their lives. Father, we plead your mercy over your children because they too are your children, Lord. We plead your mercy over those that have uh, that have hearts of stone, oh Lord. We pray that this evening you shall renew their hearts, Lord, and give them a heart of fresh that will be able to let in your word in their lives, oh Lord. That your word shall be able to bear fruit in their lives, oh Lord. That, Father, as your children come to seek you, Father, as they enter into all saints cathedral, Kampala, they shall not go as they came, O oh Lord. As the ministers minister to them, they shall not be left empty, O oh Lord. They shall not go back because they have failed to understand what is going on. Father, this evening we just plead for your mercy. Friends, let's just plead for God's mercy over the lives of our brothers and sisters, over the congregation, that there are many of our sisters and brothers that show up. And up to now, maybe for years, they show up to church. But if you're lucky, some of them will even tell I don't understand what the preacher is talking about today. And this is what is happening in our church. So let's continue to plead for God that there'll be an opening of eyes. There'll be an opening of the ears of, of, our, of his children. That none of these, Lord, shall go astray, oh my Lord. Father, we plead your mercy that, Lord, you'll cause your light to shine upon your children. We plead your mercy. We plead your mercy this evening, O oh Lord, that there will be revelation, revelation of your word. Lord, that when your children read your word, O oh Lord, or in their personal word times as family devotions, O oh Lord, it shall not just bypass them, but it shall, but it shall enrich them. It shall nurture them into men and women that are set apart for your glory. Father, my Lord, will you have mercy on us? Have mercy on us as a nation. Will you have mercy on us, O oh Lord, where the deep doctrines of this world have swept off very many of our children, very many of our brothers and sisters, very many of this young generation into all sorts of cults, O oh Lord. Father, we are strengthened by your word, O oh Lord, and say that, Lord, you knew us before we were formed in our mother's homes. Therefore, will you stretch your hand, your mighty hand over your children and retrieve many from the spiritual blindness, that this evening there will be an enlightenment like never before, Lord. That, Lord, when your children come up, they will be, they will be spoken to and they will be changed and they shall shall be changed and there will be evidence of, of your light in their lives, Father. Father, Lord, we pray that you have, you have mercy upon us and there will be reverence in us to listen from you and to hear from you. And there will be a willingness of heart, Lord, where we, we are burdened, where we have been so, so blinded by the very many hard situations that have surrounded our lives, that have surrounded our families. We pray that there'll be an encouragement for your children, that they shall not be blinded by the storms of the world, but be able to listen to you, O Lord. Father, we continue to lift up the intercession ministry into your hands, O Lord, as they plead for your mercy, O Lord, in the church, for the work they do, O Lord. We pray that there will be strength and grace to do your work, that your children shall not be intimidated as they carry your messages, O Lord, as they do the work that you call them to do. And we pray that the 
there will be a love for each one of us that are here. Lord, that we shall be able to love those that are that are going through hard situations and stand with them. Lord, for those of us that have grown weary of helping others, whether there will be a refilling this evening for our ministers, or Lord, for all the reverends at All Saints Cathedral Kampala, as they stand with people, as they stand with those that are spiritually blind, will you fill them? Will you refill them and give them strength to move on and carry on? And Lord, that they shall see your light in every dark situation of their lives and families, and even the people that they minister to, oh Lord. Father, will you give us the grace to preach your gospel everywhere you sent us, to preach your word and to reach out to your children. Father, we continue to plead your mercy this evening that there will be revelation of every hidden things, hidden things in our families, hidden things in our relationships, in our personal lives, in our workplaces, those that are hidden, even in our foundations, oh Lord, and that you live and give us the strength to fight, Lord. You give us the strength to 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 help us. You give us the strength, oh Lord, to to fight and cause our hands to to fight, oh Lord. Just that you, like your word that tells us that, Lord, it is you alone who teaches our hands and trains our hands for battle. Father, for the battle of salvation that you called us to, to go for, oh Lord, will you help us to move on as strong soldiers? We're reminded of a song that onward Christian soldiers, that indeed we shall be soldiers of Christ and shall not be intimidated by the, by, by the darkness in the world, oh Lord. Father, we continue to plead for your for harmony in the church. We pray that as a church we shall we shall live in harmony and we shall be able to 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 appreciate the different giftings that you've given us as different ministers, as reverends, as as whatever you've called us to serve in your church, Lord, that there will be a harmonious living amidst us as a body of Christ, Lord, that we shall draw many to your cross, we shall draw many to your feet, oh Lord, every single day as we live. And, and we pray that you cause us to to overcome all the agendas of the enemy that the enemy brings to cause us to fight each other and as brothers and sisters of the church. Father, we pray that there will be oneness in your church. There will be oneness in our leaders. There will be oneness in the different ministries, in all the various committees that you've appointed to lead us as Austin Cathedral Kampala, to lead us as a body of Christ, the Lord, in the various ministries where you've called us to serve. We pray for unity and harmony, mighty one of Israel. Father, we pray that you continue to cause us to stand firm, to stand firm in this faith that we have believed, that we shall not be tossed around by the waves of this world, O oh Lord, and you cause us to honor you, Holy Spirit, and, and allow you to work within us and work for the glory of your name, Lord. Father, we worship you and exalt you. We want to continue praying that, Lord, as, as we go out this evening, Lord, for any of us on this call, Lord, that that is still spiritually blinded, oh Lord, that has not accepted you as their personal Lord and Savior, that are struggling to understand your move, that are struggling to understand what you're saying in our lives, that are struggling to understand what you're saying in our families. We pray that this day you grant us the grace to see as you see, to hear that that you want us to, to hear, oh Lord, that Lord, you'll be able to speak to us with clarity and help us to hear your word, oh Lord, and help us to know what is it that you're exactly telling us to do, oh Lord. We praise you and we worship you. We glorify your holy name this evening. In the mighty name of Jesus, we prayed and believed. Amen.